Here's what's coming up on today's show. This week in the podcast, I'd like to share five simple key points to achieving retirement satisfaction. Welcome to Marsha on Money with Marsha Harris, the founder and CEO of Unified Wealth and Retirement Planning. Hey, everybody. Welcome into this week's podcast, Marsha on Money. As always, thanks for tuning into the show as we talk investing, finance, and retirement with Marsha Harris, who is the founder and CEO, investment advisor representative at Unified Wealth and Retirement Planning. And we have a great show lined up as Marsha teed up. We're going to talk about getting some satisfaction. A uh, little little Rolling Stones reference there, I guess, if we wanted to, Marsha. As soon as you hear that term, everybody can hear that song playing in their head. Uh, we all want to get some satisfaction in retirement, and you've got a few key points for us to talk about. So I'm looking forward to it. How are you? I'm doing great. How are you? Doing very well. Are you a Rolling Stones fan? Do you enjoy the Rolling Stones? I am. Yeah. Yes. Yes, absolutely. Good. I mean, it's hard not to be, right? They've been around forever, right? They have, so, and he's still, he's still got it. They still rolling. Yep. And Keith so, Richards yeah. as well. I love those little yeah. memes that say we have to start thinking about what kind of world we want to leave behind for Keith Richards. Uh, because <laughs> I have seen that, yes. Because <laughs> he just keeps going and keeps going. He just going. keeps going, that's yeah. Right. Uh, Energizer well, bunny, That's right? right, that's right. Well, you know what? Retirement for people is going a lot longer than it used to, certainly, right? We're living longer. So uh, again, on this episode, let's talk about these five key points to getting some satisfaction, or as Mick would say, can't get no, uh, <laughs> we, but we want to get some satisfaction. So what's the first one on here? Yeah, I think, you know, a big one for people, mm -hmm. uh, no matter who they are, what their situation is, everybody wants peace of mind, right? Oh, yeah. Um, that's huge. So having peace of mind, regardless of what's happening uh, in the stock market, I think this point when I was thinking about this list today is so timely because mm -hmm. of you know, the crazy turbulent market the volatility that this we've year. been in yeah. this year. Oh, it's yeah. just been such a roller coaster. So um Obviously, you know, when people are working and they're still contributing mm -hmm. to their savings that they will eventually probably be living on at some at some point. It's different when we see these downturns in the market because they are still contributing and right. they're not needing those assets yet to live on. So it makes that even though, you know, no one likes to lose money, um it makes it a little less painful. But once you retire and now you're in a different mindset, those downturns are really are really tough on people because oh, yeah. you're living on that money or and and or you're no longer putting into it. So it makes a big difference. Yeah, and that peace of mind really needs to come with any environment, any kind of um, I guess economic or financial environment, right, Marsha? Because you never know what's going to happen when you go into retirement, and God willing, right, you're going to be there 25, 30 years. So you're going to see multiple administrations, multiple ups and downs in the market. So having the peace of mind to retire in any uh, economic environment is kind of the goal. Absolutely. And that's why I think having, you know, proper diversification, and I don't mean necessarily the way we think traditionally of diversification when we're talking about maybe a, a stock or, or bond portfolio or something that's, right. that's actually invested in the market. I mm -hmm. mean, diversification as in where your monies are held, you know, what accounts have risk, what accounts don't have risk, really making sure that you do have accounts that will continue to be there for you, regardless of what the markets are doing. Yeah. If we have everything exposed to risk, then you know it's going to be very difficult to have peace of mind when we see that 
you know, everything is exposed to those losses. Absolutely. And I'm pretty sure that one's going to be on our list. So we'll get to that one in a second. So let me go to number two. So peace of mind is, is first. Uh, the next one is confidence. And and I think confident, you could easily tie that to peace of mind, right? I want to be confident in my retirement strategy or retirement plan. But maybe look at it like this, Marsha, like confidence for some people is they've worked their whole life. They get to retirement. They're maybe, maybe they're in great shape, but they lack the understanding or the, uh, well, again, the confidence to feel comfortable actually enjoying the money and spending it, maybe because of the market like currently, right? Like we were just talking about. So it gets them kind of nervous and they don't feel uh, strongly that they'll be able to survive and their money will last them however long they might be. So confidence is super important. It is. And I think one way that we help people achieve that confidence is just knowing where that money is coming from every month, right? right? When we have this guaranteed lifetime income, it makes a huge difference. So think about social security, just as an example, it really is like a guaranteed lifetime annuity. You know, those payments are there as long as you are. And, you know, there is, there's a peace of mind and a confidence that comes along with that. So there are ways that we can you know, we can mimic that income stream mm-hmm. using client assets. And that gives them, you know, just the ability to go through their daily lives, not having to worry that they are going to outlive what they have or overspend. So that's that's huge. Yeah, confidence is super important. And really that dovetails back into the next one, which you had, which was what? Along the lines of income streams, mm-hmm. having, you know, some diversity there so that we don't have everything coming from one place. We're not completely reliant on like the success. Like Social Security, of, like you just mentioned, right? Exactly. So, yeah, exactly. So you're having two or three or four. I've heard some advisors say th- three to four different types of income streams is what they try to shoot for. What, what's your take there? Yeah, I agree. I mean, it's obviously, you know, every situation is different, but mm-hmm. certainly, you know, I like to refer to because I just think it's a it's an easy way for people to kind of get the concept of buckets. Right. You know, if you think about your money in different buckets, you know, you have your money that's in the bank, you have money that's possibly in the stock market, you have your social security, maybe you're fortunate enough to have a pension. Maybe you can use other products that generate, you know, income for you as well, because most people are not able to live on social security alone. And because pensions have become a thing of the past for right, many. Right. Um, most people are going to need to supplement that social security. So having you know different buckets and kind of laddering. You know what do we need now? What do we need in the next you know five to ten years? Yeah. What does that look like beyond ten years and so on? So we really want to make sure that we are you know just putting together a plan and a strategy that gives them that diversity so that they're not relying on just one form of income or something that might have a lot of risk on it, that then it feels really uncomfortable having to take money out of that account when you're already maybe losing value. So mm-hmm. it's good to have things spread around. Yeah. I mean, think about folks who sometimes they're working for a big company. They've maybe got a pension from it. They've got, uh, or maybe they've got stock options and just really so much of their true, their, their salary, every, you know, everything is so tied up into this company and then something happens, right. And they're just, it's just literally one income stream, right. So same kind of idea. You got to make sure you're diversified in your income streams as well. So kind of the five pillars, if you will, of, and that, not, not that these are groundbreaking, Marsha, but these, I think the way we're breaking these out for folks gives them kind of a, a, a nice uh, framework 
if you will, to think about this. So we want that peace of mind. We want that confidence to be able to spend our money that we've saved. Uh, we want to have some diversification in the income so we know what's going on. And then we want number four, which is security, uh, kind of just the security of knowing. I mean, you could kind of dovetail that again into the security of knowing that your money's there and that it's going to last and all the things. You could kind of touch that in there. But maybe it's security in uh, the health side or, or something else, right? So just security in general that you're going to be fine in the multiple avenues. Yeah, absolutely. I think security is really all-encompassing because, yes, we could apply that to all the things that we just talked about. Uh, specifically, you know, regarding healthcare, there is so much confusion around Medicare, you know, and as people retire, <laughs> yeah, right. if they retire before 65, then you know, we're looking at how to get them onto a plan. That's a big gap, for health right? insurance. Yeah. Yeah, it is. It is. And some people are able to, you know, again, enjoy the benefit of maybe continuing some good health benefits through an employer, but most people don't fall into that category. So right. they're looking at the exchange, you know, to purchase something that's going to carry them over to age 65. Mm. And then they have a whole nother set of you know, things to navigate when they get to that age because they're bombarded with information about supplements and <laughs> right. advantage yeah. plans. Yeah, and my brother's there now. And- yeah. He's 64. So he's starting to receive that stuff, right? So it's starting to oh, roll yeah. in on him. So yeah. It's, yeah it can be overwhelming. Yeah, overwhelming for, people, for so. sure. Yep. And, and picking so many- the right plan certainly is, yeah, it's, it's pretty important. Yeah, definitely. And, and so many people, you know, uh, the last couple of years, we've seen this great resignation conversation. So many people trying to retire early uh, due to COVID or due to frustrations or due to whatever parameters have been put in place or whatever the cases. Uh, we've certainly seen a lot of upheaval in our society, you know, obviously the last couple of years and people were trying to retire early. And yeah, that's the huge, that's a big gap that many don't, they start doing the math. They look at the numbers and they think, yeah, I can retire early. I can do this. And they forget to take into that healthcare side of it. And yeah, it gets costly. So security there is a great, great point. And then what's our fifth one here, Marsha, to wrap it up? Yeah. Uh, independence. I mean, it's, you know, who doesn't want to have independence when mm. they are, mm-hmm. you know, able to kind of step into that retirement, you know, life that they've envisioned. Independence just from, you know, I always talk to people about spend down of their assets because they worry in the later years that they're going to be dependent on family to take care of them. Great point. Or, or the government. Right. Yeah. Because we don't the want, word we don't want Medicaid. Yeah. We don't want that. Yeah. Medicaid is not a goal, is what I always say to people. So, you know, again, like with anything, there's a lot of information out there today. And mm-hmm. unfortunately, it's not always accurate. So um there's a lot of confusion surrounding what it looks like when, you know, there's a healthcare need, like a long-term care need that yeah. maybe somebody hasn't planned for with long-term care insurance. So we always want to have those conversations. Um, not always fun. Right. You know, it's not anything that any of us ever want to envision happening, but and many the of reality us don't. is we, we try to avoid it. Right. But it's, we yeah. want to avoid it. Yeah. yeah. But it's, it's, it's not it's ideal, there. but yeah. we, you know, you know, there's very little we can control except, uh-huh. I mean, something that you touched on in the very beginning, which is, so I'll just go back to sure. yeah. people living longer. Mm-hmm. Well, the longer that we live, I mean, that's, you know, pros and cons to everything. Yep. There is a higher likelihood as we live longer that at some point we're going to need some kind of long term care, especially on the brain side. Right, we're we're living yes. longer and we're doing better about the body, but we haven't figured that whole brain thing out. And so, obviously, dementia cases and and Alzheimer's are definitely on the rise uh, because we're living longer, and that's really costly. So, very. I think the average um, I read recently the average 
long-term care claim for someone with Alzheimer's was a million dollars. So if that gives you any idea of, you know, what that can do to somebody's assets that, you know, anything like Alzheimer's, dementia, Parkinson's, stroke, I mean, you can live a very long time with those things, um, but need some type of care along the way. So it can become very, very costly. Yeah, you could... You could definitely add that with the security if you wanted to or the independence. I, I like what you mentioned, too, about the family and the government real fast. Let me just touch on that because, mm-hmm. you know, you think about the gov- when I said earlier with the peace of mind, right, being able to retire in any environment. Well, we want to be able to do that regardless of the government, right? So mm-hmm. kind of independence there, right? We, you know, for Social Security is a huge aspect for many people. So we're certainly kind. We have some dependence on them, whatever rules they're going to put in place regarding social security but the rest of it we want to try to be as free as we can but the family one really jumped out as well and i'll use my mom as an example she's 81 this week uh but about uh, she lived with us for about the first three years of her retirement and this was probably about eight years ago uh and you know it's tough right everybody's living together you've got your senior parent back in the house and she wasn't happy either so she eventually you know figured out some things and got on a wait list and then eventually got an apartment in a senior apartment complex and while there's things that sometimes frustrate her there, she enjoys the independence. She enjoys the fact that it's her place that she goes home to, that she, you know, like it's every, all her stuff is there and nobody's messing with her. And I think that's huge for uh, retirees and seniors is having that independence to know that your kids are there because you want to be there, not because you're reliant on them. Yes, absolutely. I, I've had so many people share with me that, that you know, it's just not something they ever want to um, put on their children. They the don't burden. want to feel like yeah. a burden. Yeah. And, you know, they want to keep their dignity, too. I mean, Great not point. Yep. everyone is as fortunate as your mom to be able to live independently. And, you know, some people are, as they get into that long-term care, um, you know, need, mm-hmm. they have a completely different level of need. And so oh, for sure. that's something that they just want other people that are not their family members to to shoulder you know and yeah. even that isn't something they want they're not comfortable with that but certainly it's better yeah. than having someone in the family you well, know, she definitely, she's definitely split right here on this topic today, which is really interesting because, yeah, she, because of some financial mishaps, you know, she is pretty reliant on the government. Most of her, you know, income is from Social Security, like uh, the lion's share, really. So, mm-hmm. you know, while she's got her, she's got her apartment, you know, it is very tight living for her, but she wanted to do the steps that she wanted to do to be independent. So it's like, okay, well, if you'd have stayed with us, she'd have a little bit more money, but she didn't want to do that, right? So mm-hmm. it's like, okay, so you got to weigh those patterns those uh, pros and cons, you got to weigh those balances. And that's where a good professional comes into place, really, Marsh. That's where you come into place to help people, you know, kind of sort through all these different things. And these are kind of the five, you know, like I said, kind of five pillars, kind of five uh, overarching things to think about in retirement to get that satisfaction, but then drilling it down into a good, strong plan with uh, someone like Marsha, who again does this every day in and out at Unified Wealth and Retirement. And you can find her online at unifiedwealthplanning.com. That's unifiedwealthplanning.com. So if you enjoy the content, we hope that you do. Uh, consider subscribing to the show on Apple, Google, Spotify. You can find us on all the major platforms. You can find it all at Marsha's website, or you could type in Marsha on Money in the search box of any of those apps. You probably have Apple Podcasts on your phone if you're a user, for example, or Google Podcasts if you're an Android user. So again, check it out. Uh, stop by and subscribe to the show, or just stop by her website to learn more at unifiedwealthplanning.com. Anything else we missed this week? I think we got it. It was great being here. 
Yeah, absolutely. I always love talking with you. Thanks for bringing up these uh, these topics and sharing so we you know, kind of can give, hopefully, folks a useful nugget or two of information. And Marsha comes up with some good stuff for us to chat about. And uh, hopefully we do a good job relaying that to you guys. So again, subscribe to the show if you enjoy it. And we'll see you next time here on Marsha on Money with Marsha Harris. The opinions expressed by Marsha Harris and guests on this radio show are their own and do not reflect the opinions of this station. All statements and opinions expressed are based upon information considered reliable, although it should not be relied upon as such. Any statements or opinions are subject to change without notice. Investments involve risk and unless otherwise stated are not guaranteed. Past performance cannot be used as an indicator to determine future results. Any strategies mentioned may not be suitable for everyone. Information expressed does not take into account your specific situation or objectives and is not intended as recommendations appropriate for you. Before acting on any information mentioned, please consult with a qualified tax or investment advisor to determine if it is suitable for your specific situation. This program is designed to provide accurate and authoritative information with regard to subject covered. Investment advisory services offered through Brookstone Capital Management LLC, BCM, a registered investment advisor. BCM and Unified Wealth Planning are independent of each other. Insurance products and services are not offered through BCM, but are offered and sold through individually licensed and appointed agents. Any comments regarding safe and secure products and guaranteed income streams refer only to fixed insurance products. Index or fixed annuities are not designed for short-term investments and may be subject to caps, restrictions, fees, and surrender charges as described in the annuity contract. Guarantees are backed by the financial strength and claims paying ability of the issuer. Registered investment advisors and investment advisor representatives act as fiduciaries for all of our investment management clients. We have an obligation to act in the best interests of our clients and to make full disclosure of any conflicts of interest, if any exist. Please refer to our firm brochure, the ADV 2A page 4, for additional information.